Hi, this is Adam Carolla. I want to thank you for supporting this podcast on the Corolla Digital Network. Everyone here at Corolla Digital is very proud of the shows that we put out every week and are excited about the future of our network. However, a patent troll is threatening that future by suing us. We need to fight back and beat the troll down. If we go down, all the other shows on the other networks you've grown to love are going to go down next. Visit fundanything.com forward slash patent troll to donate and find out other ways that you can help beat the patent trolls. Thank you and mahalo. This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or AllisonRosen.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, Hello, my little ravioli. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. We're all here. Hello, Gary. Hello, ravioli. <laughs> okay, you said that funny. I thought and... you said it a little funny too. Oh, you said it like how I said it. I was it. trying. I don't think I. I don't think I did it exactly right. Did I tarred my L? <laughs> it sounded like you tried to throw another consonant in there. Really? Like ravioli? Yeah, it was <laughs> not that extreme, but yeah, that's. You're I on didn't. The right track. I wasn't aware that I did. Well, now you are. No, thank you. You're welcome. And hello, hello, Matt. Hey, hey. Hello, Chris. Allison. Hello, Jenna. Hello, hello. Okay, so before the show started, as often happens, I said, "I need a carb," and then Jenna crossed both fingers and looked up, like waiting for inspiration. And then Chris said, "How about something?" And tell me what it was I don't even that you know said. To say it. I said, "I said Brian Crute." <laughs> you're so that guy who knows what a chiffonade is and is now know. saying this there's like another there's an alternate reality parallel universe that, that, fancy random. sous chef chris now one of my friends was talking about it the other day and just, but that's my, what i mean my, my, fancy my, friends my i don't have friends he just needed a form to show off his knowledge what is it is i think it's like it's brie even, in dough or yeah, something it's delicious and then when you cut into it the brie kind of Smushes yeah. around. Sounds good. Let's just get that. Like in in philo yeah. dough, or I'm, what's I'm, it I'm in? I'm done telling you about I'm it. In. I'm going to show you one day. Well, okay, <laughs> <laughs> you'll show us. <laughs> Literally. Um. So lots of stuff to discuss. Um. I went to my very first, and I don't know if there'll be more. Who knows? But I went to a yoga class. Ooh. Do you guys do yoga? Do, no. I, do we look like we do? I mean, <laughs> no. But here's the thing. And this is what made me go. There's I, a ton of people I know don't seem like yoga people at all, but then they get into it. And so I began to think maybe everyone is secretly into this. I want to see what people get super into. I have done it. I <gasps> See? Yes. You have. I've done it. Oh, yeah. I've tried it. But Everyone's I prefer the more like exciting workouts. I, yeah. It's hard for me to like – Get zen or centered or focused, but I know a lot of people who what live about, for yeah. it. Yeah. What? See, that's what I don't quite understand. <laughs> what they live for. I mean, it was. I was happy that I did it because it was like maybe I'll do this. Look at me. Here I am doing this. So I felt like an effective <laughs> human being. Um, 
And it was a beginner's well, – it was a level one class. And the guy said to me that I was a natural and mm. so then I had that whole flight of fancy in my head about like, well, I know I have to be the best, which is totally not what it's about. <laughs> right. One day you'll by quit your own class. Yeah, yeah. By the end, it's like, how am I going to have time to go to my <laughs> yoga competitions? <laughs> I have too many. Have. I have too many people who have to cut their hair. It was Way exactly. It was like that. Um, but it made me wonder if they say that to all the new people, right? To get because you to it sign definitely up. made me want to come back. Um, I don't know, but it. It, yeah, it didn't feel like a workout, but I didn't really go to it for the workout or the – like I didn't feel like I burned a ton of calories or anything, but I didn't go to it for that reason. I went with the like this does things for people in terms of making them feel relaxed and zen and all that stuff. Um, and I don't know that I got that so much except that at the end they do have you you know, lie down in the dark and focus on your breathing and like that stuff. Even when I used to go to cardio kickboxing classes, we'd do that. And I always loved that. And I do always feel relaxed after that. Um, some of the positions, my whole thing was, I don't know how much this is supposed to hurt. And I asked the super yoga teacher, that's how I refer to him, because he was wearing really short shorts. That were, like, it was like he was wearing a cloth diaper. <laughs> <laughs> he was very toned. And he also just released an album. He told us at the very end. Oh, we can go wow. get that. Oh, nice. yeah. um, he's, he was very nice, though. And I'm not just saying that because he said I was a natural <laughs> and pushed my body into poses. Um, but I was wondering how much it's supposed to hurt. And he said that if it's like a muscle burn kind of thing, that's good. But if it's a joint pain, it shouldn't hurt like that. I don't know how uncomfortable it's supposed to be. Some of it came pretty easily and then some of it was quite uncomfortable. I think that as your classes go on, if, assuming you keep going back, I think you will reach that zen – level maybe not in its purest form but i think the first time that you've ever done it right you're too in your head you're too busy trying to even do the move properly so i don't think you would feel that sort of release that people right. who go to yoga classes for but if you've been there three or four times you're like oh i know this position i know this position that's when you kind of had that out of body experience but i'm just wondering how and where that comes from like in a way that's different than the sort of feeling you'd have at a, you know, Zumba class or or any others or, you know, kickboxing or whatever like that. I just wonder what what is it? So maybe I'll keep going till I find out. I don't know. Because in, in like a Zumba or a kickboxing, you get the endorphins. Yeah, because you're jumping around a right. lot. This and is not like that. I know. But that's it is why focusing on your breathing and stuff. I know. Is it, so there's no cardio. At all? No. No. I, there's different types of yoga. The one I went to, there wasn't mm. at all. I mean, yeah, no, not at all. Just it, the kind where everyone takes Instagram photos of themselves doing weird moves? Yes. Mm-hmm. I guess. There's like, yeah, there's just different poses and different th- – which are – they're difficult. To a degree, they're difficult and somewhat painful. Um, not for everyone. But, I mean, it's not – because I never really understood, like, what's hard about that? That looks super easy. And then it's like, oh, no, it is. It, right. You are bending your body in a way that it doesn't yeah, it's, really. It's like all balance, flexibility. Right. Yeah, I, can, I couldn't hang. There's no way. I, the problem is. They would I tell nev- you you're a right. natural. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is I never made it past the point where I felt like where I was too in my head still. Where I was like, I felt self-conscious. I didn't feel like it was helping me. I never made it past that, like. Three classes. Because mm-hmm. by that point, I'm like, nah, I'd rather go get really sweaty running around and, you know, doing something more more cardio. Yeah. Well, I think that's been part of the reason why I've always stayed away from it. It just seems boring. Right. <laughs> like the only time I've ever enjoyed watching a yoga class is like when you have those restaurants that are right next to the gym where you can like kind of eat your food and look through the window and see them all working out. 
that's the only time I've watched a yoga class and thought, wow, this is really good. But I was talking about the food. You I know, we're eating. talking about going, not just watching, right? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> just getting in the parking lot. Gary has just oh unmuted his mic, but he's been laughing for the last 20 seconds. <laughs> I know it's true. That's when you've enjoyed watching that? That's when when people have enjoyed it the least, is knowing that Matt is sitting across the street watching. That's when they didn't achieve a level of zen. Yeah. But all sorts of people that you wouldn't think are into it are into it. Pete Holmes went through a big yoga phase. Yeah. I know Duncan, I think Duncan Trussell does it. But Duncan Trussell is like super into. He does like transcendative. Yeah. Is is there like, yeah, isn't there like a a meditation part or? Mm -hmm. There was, we did some chanting. Yeah. We om, but you pronounce all three letters of it A U M, which was like I thought it was just O M. That was the problem O-H-M. I had. I've been saying McConaughey style chanting, I would be going to yoga right after this. Have you guys seen Wolf of Wall Street? No, but oh. I'm realizing the teacher had a bit of the Matthew McConaughey sort of vibe in him. Right. He did give me a high five when I said it was my first yoga class. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thus the like encouragement training kind of thing? begins. Yeah, and like an unflinching kind of eye contact that made me like look at him and then look away and then like don't look away, look back, don't look away, look back. It was like very very intense but also welcoming. Hmm. Weird. I think that's what it was supposed to be. Sure. I don't know. So to my listeners who are super into yoga, what is it about it that you're super into? Um, and this is going to be more than one, 140 characters, but I'm just wondering, like, what is it about it that you're super into? And is it on the order of like a therapy massage kind of thing like that? Or is it more the exercise part of it? Or is it just some whole thing that, uh, I don't even, I can't even have the words to explain just yet. I think the other problem for me in yoga is like, I think you're supposed to do yoga and then also live really healthy lifestyle, like beyond Outside? the yoga, like eat well, Let's take it one step at a time. Yeah, I work. Well, I work. Insane. When it's I work stressful. at that uh, yeah. that raw foods restaurant, like at, at the end of the yoga classes, our busy time. That's when we get slammed yeah. after the yoga classes. I bet. Yeah, I wondered because I, I, I walked because it's not that far from where I live, and on my way home, I was like, "How long before I take out my phone and look at Twitter and my email and just completely <laughs> lose any calm that I am experiencing right, right now?" Exactly. It didn't last very long. Um. But was it just you? Did Daniel do it? Daniel didn't do it. I didn't even tell him when he got home. I said I went to a yoga class today, and he's like, "That's so weird." I was just thinking we should do yoga. Isn't that really strange? <laughs> yeah, he had had that thought separately. So I think we might go together. You guys which means we probably won't ever go again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you're super into health. And you're also into things that make you feel good and are delicious. You know, you should check out Nature Box. Mm. Um, Nature Box is so good. It is uh, whenever we receive a box here, Adam steals my box full of delicious snacks. But that won't happen to you unless you happen to be here. No, it just, you know what? That was an anomaly. It won't happen again. Uh, when 3 p.m. hunger pangs hit, you can tough it out, get cranky and lightheaded, or you can hit the vending machine and eat a bunch of unhealthy stuff. There's a third option, Snack Smarter with Nature Box. Um, sign up for Nature Box and you get great tasting healthy snacks sent right to your door. French toast granola, salted caramel pretzel pops, dark cocoa almonds, chili lime pistachios, sourdough cheddar pretzels, sweet blueberry almonds. In fact, I just got a tweet from um, someone who listens to this show and signed up for Nature Box, thank you very much, saying that she has become addicted to the sweet blueberry blueberry almonds um i'm sorry sorry not sorry <laughs> check all of this out now at naturebox.com naturebox.com i know i said that weird 
There's right, an extra Gary? vowel in there. I know. Extra vowels are sneaking in. It's because I have all this extra energy. Zero trans fats, zero high fructose corn syrup, nothing artificial, and Nature Box ships for free. So right now, you guys can try your first order of Nature Box at 50% off by going to naturebox.com slash Allison. That's naturebox.com slash Allison. Get a handle on your health and your hunger. Go to naturebox.com slash Allison. Okay. I think we have an iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. All right. This week's iTunes comment of the week comes from Sezes Fez. And I might be mispronouncing that, so sorry. Thursday, Thursday, got to get down on Thursday. Without fail, every Thursday for the past several months, I'm going through my morning routine, chasing my toddler around, making coffee, etc. And then it hits me. Thursday, gang! Yep, Allison's Monday interviews are superb listening. Some highlights that spring to mind include Shane Dawson, Jake and Amir, Tom Green, LeVar Burton. I could go on, of course. But I always look forward to the latest from the gang. Where else on the interwebs can I hear such passionate discourse on topics such as <clears throat> proper toilet usage, pro- uh, types of showering, and valid sandwich categories? On second thought, maybe I don't want to know where else on the <laughs> internet I could find discussion of proper toilet usage technique. So thank you for covering that topic in a safe environment. Keep killing it and F Chris's neighbor. Really hoping <laughs> to hear that a plan to give that guy some richly deserved comeuppance comes to fruition. Also, could you please, for my benefit, briefly revisit the styles of showering technique. I am ashamed to say I did not listen closely enough the first time, and I want to make sure that I am showering correctly. Kind regards, Sasha from San Antonio. Sasha, thank you so much for your comment. And thanks to everyone for your comments and your tweets and your emails. And um, and especially, actually, lately, people have been sending me their stories of their own weddings and stuff. And it's made me feel so much better. So thank you so much. Um, if you want to leave us a nice comment, or really any comment, but if you want to leave us an iTunes comment, uh, just do that. Click five stars because it's our favorite number and it helps us. Um, and then maybe you'll be the iTunes comment of the week. So the showering just came up on Monday's a podcast, show. yes, which will go up Monday with a comedian named Hampton. And it turns out, Matt, he's one of you. Yeah. He does not face the stream. Good. You know why? Because he wants his butthole to get super clean, I think. Did Is you, that were you his getting reasoning the- behind it? Wow. Were you – well, I mean, that's those were not his words exactly. Okay. But Gary those were not his words remotely. <laughs> 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 yeah, that too. He, said, were you he guys- said that the front of his body tickles a lot. Oh, yeah. No, but he was talking <laughs> about how weird. he needed to yeah. get he – needed, he needed it like the full four. You'll just have to listen. Were you guys getting – okay. Oh, well, well, then I'm realizing that – I'm wondering if you guys were getting the sense that it, there was like a guilt thing happening with his like – I swear to God. He felt guilty about the way he, he showered? He couldn't look at the shower head No, the like face. he felt dirt <laughs> – like he felt like – I don't know. He just ta- – I thought he <sighs> – I really should be having this conversation after the show airs. I thought he talked a lot about needing like strong, like just wanting to. He his butt was dirty and he needed to get it clean. Can I please have that drop? <laughs> I thought I, he was talking about that. I don't remember a lot of talk about dirty butthole. Maybe not dirty butthole, but just he needed the, the stream. That's why he wanted the strong stream to hit that side first. Listen, but that also implies that he's like standing several feet away from the water and like bending over. Like the default with no, my back turned that. is that it hits my shoulders. What, what, what kind of water man? pressure are we talking about? That's what I'm saying. I'm just curious about this. The word butthole was never spoken. Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> to be correct. fair. 
Anyway, it's a great show. Listen. It is. It's a great episode. You guys should listen. And we go over it in detail. Yes. Which I'm sure we will right now as well. (laughs) I know. I'm wondering how much. Should we just say listen Monday? Listen to the Monday show. Okay. You don't. We could just. We could just break it down just a tiny bit. Don't you think? Sure. There's generally two categories. Yeah. One is what Matt does. Why don't you explain that? Uh, You shower not facing the stream of water and very little movement in terms of (laughs) getting the rest of your body covered in water. I do do the lean. The lean back back, is really the way that I get the front of my body uh, with water. And do the rockaway? And do the rockaway at the same time. (laughs) What's the rockaway? That's a hip-hop reference. Oh, okay. A song called Lean Lean Back. back. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the way that other human beings shower. Also known as travelers. Yeah, we call it traveling, (laughs) which is like when I get in, I face the stream. No, when I get in, I have my back to the stream and I get my hair wet and then I turn around and like wet the front of my body and then I turn all around depending on what I'm doing and if I'm reaching for the razor and stuff. Mm -hmm. So travelers are just people who, who spin? Travelers are just right. normal right. people. If you get into the, if you, if you get into the <laughs> shower and face more than one direction at any given time during that time you were in the shower, you were a traveler by definition. Travelers are like 95% of the population yeah. probably. Right. Yeah. I usually sure. hate labels, sure. but that one fits me. Just be yeah. sheep. Be sheep in the shower, everyone. <laughs> I, I, I find it hard to believe that 5% of the population are fondoliers. Uh, that's true. Good point. It seems high. It's a, it is high. Oh, by the way, that this is sort of a tangent here. Somebody that's tweeted fine. me a picture of somebody in their office whose name was was Matt Fondelier, but with two L's instead of one. So that's Fondeler. Uh, but it was really fucking weird. Wow. You were just saying there's not 5% of us are Fondelers or whatever. I'd never, ever seen anybody not in my family lineage that had a name like exactly like mine, except right. for the one letter. Did you? I don't know anymore. I just know this person or exists. Anything? That's crazy. Well, I'm going to tweet that person back saying, like, you got to put me in touch with this other Matt because yeah. it's fucking weird. Yeah, a guy with a name close to yours. Yeah, keep us posted on that. I will. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep. You guys, can, you guys can just wait till next that, week for the that next That was really interesting. Like he, he, he went in my office like, Chris, you got to see this. see this picture. And, he was, and then he took the rest of the day off. <laughs> <laughs> Too much stress. One more thing about the Hampton episode. You know, he was saying that he only met another Hampton once in his life. That's true. He did say that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But there were a couple questions I asked him that I expected him to say yes, and then he was like, no. And I thought, okay, what's going on? And I went home. Sounds like he needs to take improv classes. No, it, no, no I was were direct, fine with it, They though. were direct, oh. like, factual questions. Oh, okay. Like, did you yeah. ever work on this show with this guy? Right. And I went home, and I just typed Hampton into my email. And there is another Hampton that I was confusing him with. Okay. I knew it I, had to have been. Yeah. For how many times it happened. Right. Yeah. Um, but... I find it hard to believe. I'm not. I'm not saying he's not telling the truth, but he really only met another Hampton once. Do you have you guys met people named Hampton? That was my first Hampton. Really? Yes. Okay. First name Hampton. Yeah. Yeah. I've never met one. Yeah. Same here. In fact, I thought you were referring to his last name until just two seconds ago. (laughs) Really? So did I. His last name is what? Yunt. Oh. What the? I know. <laughs> we talk about that a lot. It's, yeah. it's spelled because it's spelled it's spelled Y O U N T. Yeah, all right. So I thought it was Yount. Yeah, Aunt. I thought it was Yount yeah. or Yount. It's Yount. Like Young. Wow. And is his Yunt. middle name like Preston or something? Parker. Parker. Yeah. Wow. Which is another somewhat exotic name. He has some anger. At his I know some Parkers. I know some Parkers yeah. too, but it's a little bit more rare than. Yeah. Okay. So then. It may, how weird then that I happen to know the only other Hampton. Wow. 
strange. And it's a great, it's <laughs> a great, and, it's a great it. story. <laughs> um, okay, so something weird happened to me in my neighborhood, and I want to get your opinion on, on what you think it was. So there's my neighborhood um, where I met the girl who thought I was <laughs> the other Allison, and we had that whole thing. Dog walking story. Yes. And then you cross a big street, and then you go into another neighborhood, which is um, – nicer and like bigger more quiet streets and big houses and all this stuff and that is where weird shit happens like people there's this one guy who walks a german shepherd and daniel came home like upset's the wrong word but like agitated one night because he said that some there was like some asshole walking his dog and from far away he heard the guy say something like um like uh, is that a is that your motherfucking dog and blah 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 and like what kind of idiot has their dog and like it didn't make sense but was yelling obscenities about Daniel and our dog um, and then another time he and I were walking in that neighborhood and this guy from far away start I heard someone this guy yelling about a motherfucking dog and I I realized oh this is the guy that Daniel was talking about. And I think that he's probably a little bit crazy or something. Um, and I don't know that he even was yelling at us. But we're kind of now on guard for this guy. Just because he angers us, but we don't want to actually be anywhere near him. The guy with the German Shepherd who yells about motherfucking dogs. Or he... No. No, I don't think it's... I don't think it has anything to do with us or Oliver. I think it just... I think he just yells at everyone or just yells all the time. What if he's got multiple personalities and he's yelling at himself for his own dog? That is also possible and fair. Same. Every time he's yelling about the dog, his dog's there. <laughs> That's true. No, I think he said motherfucking little dog. Hence, uh, <laughs> uh-oh. Hence it could be us. Um, and then something else happened where some guy like said something to Daniel because he walks Oliver at night over there. So we're, we're, we just have this awareness that like it's a beautiful neighborhood, but weird shit happens over here. So the other day we're walking and there's this guy across the street and I hear him like talking loudly and he sounds kind of angry. Um, he doesn't have a dog with him though. And I stop and I'm like, could be a crazy weird guy over there. But then I hear him more and I think, oh, I think he's just running lines because he's speaking in like a Vincent Price horror voice. Like as if he's doing not scary farm or something. Like uh, I, I can't really do it. Like welcome, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> like that's really not a good. Was <laughs> he not, Borat? Not a good. <laughs> I like. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like what's? I'm trying to do the voice that I'm trying to explain. Um, the like, uh, you know, like haunted mansion voice, sure. but not as campy as that. Um, so anyway, as we pass. I still am unsure whether he said this to me like, or whether he was just saying it. But I swear he's like – I'm not going to do it in the voice. But it was like, and that one over there, she should be in an asylum with a vagina for a noose. What? Sorry, what? What's going on? I'm trying to figure out how that works. So either these are lines from like the new Eli Roth film or he's super fucking crazy and scary. Crazy. He's crazy. No, wait. I maybe I missed him. This is the same guy. No, there's two different psychopaths. I was just in your setting the scene <laughs> in for the how there's okay. scary, okay, okay. weird stuff that happens in this neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, if he did it in that voice, it was in that voice. I want to believe that that was the line from the script. 
What but that is, a terrible what fucking script. script was yeah. that, though? Yeah, exactly. Even Eli Roth would not write a line that shitty. The I'm thing- trying to figure out how a vagina <laughs> noose even works. I don't understand it either. I don't think. I'll find out. It, the, Do it doesn't research, make Grace. any sense. It's classic crazy people talk. Yeah. Unless you think, oh, someone's whole head is stuffed up there. Right. That's, yeah. that's the vision that's mm-hmm. in my head right now. Yeah. That popped into my head later. But then is that person hanging from like a crane and you're hanging from them? Yeah, the woman no. is suspended. No, 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 no. That would not work. If you're hanging, you'd fall out. <laughs> or would you? Like there's your, the gravity and the, the weight of your body under you. you a would, noose by definition needs gravity to you work. Would, you would pull out like, like a potato gun. Right? That, it would just make that sound as wow. you pop out and you'd fall. That's disgusting, Chris. No, that's, We're trying that, to keep the show classy. No, okay? I'm just saying that if your whole head was in a vagina and you're hanging from a crane, <laughs> it would not hold you. Well, if anyone's has wondering. she been doing kegels? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mid-kegel, maybe. <laughs> um, we discussed the, the important topics here on Alice Rose as your new best friend. The thing that made me like stop, just, just freeze, was the voice. It wasn't just, oh, here's someone loudly talking. I don't – because, you know, when you hear someone loudly talking, they could just be talking on their phone that you can't see or whatever. But it was that super creepy – it was almost like a robotic – Super creepy robotic voice. Like I felt like I was suddenly in a horror movie. But he projected it. He projected it towards you. Like it's. I. I can't say one hundred percent that that's what happened. But it did seem like as we passed on the other side of the street, he did say that sort of in the direction of me. But I'm not sure. He could have said it. It could have had nothing to do with me. It could just be the topic of conversation. But when you just said I felt like I was in a horror movie, all I heard was I felt like I was in a horror. <laughs> Yeah, with a vagina for a noose. Yeah. <laughs> That's a horror movie. Yeah. Um, it sounds like it's crazy. He's crazy. Or there's just crazy this, people. Crazy people just shouldn't put on scary voices. Is this no. happening in the daytime? This was in it, – it was dusk. So were you – okay, I'm sorry. I'm just – I'm a little un, unclear on some of this. Were you walking by – like was he inside of a domicile or was he on the street? He was on the street. He was walking the opposite direction that we were on the other side of the street. Just like walking down the street alone? Yes, saying this stuff. He's crazy. Yeah, that's an insane person. Yeah. You don't run that's lines st- walking down the street alone. Well, do you? It's LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would happen in New York, too. I mean, you'd see people like practicing well, yeah, singing walking down the street. At least I. It was so. That's weird. Arch. That that's what made me think maybe this is not just a crazy person because it seemed it was you know what it was so theatrical and over the top right. that's what made me wonder about it. But still, yeah, that face that you're making, Jenna, that's how I felt. Yeah. It was so creepy, <laughs> so creepy. I, I would avoid. I it just, was very that creepy. If you are a generally creepy person, does putting on an accent when you say weird things like allow you to separate it? For allow you personally to separate yeah, it, or like allow for the, the crazy person? No, no, no. For oh. the crazy, or, and I, I guess for the listener too. Like, like this is a perfect example of it. Like, we're saying because he had this accent, maybe he was running lines for a show. Like, if I'm going to say something outlandish and ridiculous, and I affect a weird accent when I say it, does that as I guess as the observer make you think I'm less crazy? Like, it allows you to think no. of other reasons why <laughs> I'd be saying this. But it, but it doesn't. The weird thing is that the creepy factor is still just as high. Yeah. It just offers a possible way to understand it. I'm just trying to figure out, like, why he would have the accent. That's the only reason why I keep thinking that it had to bend lines for something. 
Because maybe he's truly he's a nuts. scary, angry ghost. Yeah, <laughs> robot. I can be an angry ghost. That's why. Right. And Daniel didn't Possessed. even see or hear any of it. Just kidding. <laughs> no, he definitely did. Yeah, it's really weird. I feel like we need, just need to stay out of this neighborhood. Yeah. By the way, I, I heard avoid. I heard that Eli Roth's next movie is about an angry ghost robot. <laughs> really? So, yeah, it could have been that. Well, it was you, so bizarre. That's really weird. It's funny, something like that happened to me a couple months ago. Well, I, where, as a, I wasn't sure they were talking about me or not. Um, I hate that. I. I was in line at Target, and I just hear like the voice behind me, like, "Oh, don't worry about that bad man," like he, you know, uh, "Oh, he's just like she, th- this lady, and she's with another lady, and she's apologizing to her kid about like some bad man, like, mm-hmm. oh, don't worry about him,' like you know, he'll have he'll get his due." And then I'm just thinking, and I look over, and she's looking right at me as she's saying it, and she says, um, "And she says, yeah, because I was here first. So she said I cut her in line. She's basically apologizing to the kid because I cut her in line." It was one of those deals where I was in lo- I was next in line another register and then they opened the next register over. It's like we'll take the next person. Right. And I walk over and she's just walking up and kind of and slips in, but I just walked in front of her because the cashier called me to go up front. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, so she's telling this kid like, "Don't like, oh sorry about the bad man who who whatever." And what's weird is one like, okay, you are you're passively aggressively like just calling yeah. me out, and two like. I, I don't usually get called a man. That's kind of weird. <laughs> I picked up on that too. <laughs> so what did you do? Did you feel uncomfortable? Oh, I took my time. I took my sweet, sweet, sweet time. Oh, good. And, uh, when I was checking out, but um, but yeah, I just and I looked at the kid. I was like, you're gonna you're just gonna hate Asians or something like for the rest of your life, like because he was just a little kid, and you know if, if your mom says that that person's bad, you're gonna you're gonna think that's true. Good. Yeah. See, I don't understand the. The mentality of staring straight at someone and talking about them. I, I just either. don't have that. Uh, no. that but at the same gene. time, she knew she's like, what is this guy going to do? Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to sock her in the face. Like, or are you? <laughs> Maybe she wanted to fight. I don't know. Yeah. You should have put on a weird accent and said you want to use your vagina as a yes. noose. <laughs> yeah, that kid would have grown up real normal. <laughs> real yeah. normal. Um, let's pull something out of the hat. Okay. It's the topic, topic sombrero. We asked for topics and you sent them in. It's the topic, topic sombrero. Now pick a topic and let's begin. It's the topic sombrero. All right, uh, this topic sombrero email comes from George, and it is subject line, new segment, what the fuck would you have done? So I just parked my car by my apartment, shut it off, and was kind of playing with my keys in my hands for a, mo- in, for a moment, lost and thought about something, when this weird 40 to 50-ish year old looking guy I've never seen before randomly walks up to my door and starts looking at me. He doesn't knock on the window or say anything through the glass or anything to indicate he wants to start a dialogue, just stares at me through the window. Obviously, I can't put the window down because my car is off and I'm holding my keys, which only leaves opening the door if I want him to say if I want to say anything. But I just stare, glare back at him, right in the eyes, thinking, "What the fuck is this psycho's problem?" After five seconds or so of silently staring, he finally breaks eye contact and shrugs a little and walks away. 
This ordeal left me a bit irritated and severely confused, not to mention none too happy this freak lives right next to me. <laughs> My take, if you want to engage in some sort of dialogue, the onus is on the one initiating the contact to start it, not just get their attention and stare at them. What the fuck is that shit? With no attempt made to communicate with me, I saw no reason to bother trying to with him. But this incredibly bizarre little ordeal got me wondering, what the fuck would you have done? Well, thanks. What's the guy's name? George. Does thanks, nobody George. like their neighbors anymore? Yeah. I don't like mine <laughs> that much, like? so... I get that. All right. My new neighbors are pretty cool so far. Who knows? Wait, we <laughs> gotta just wait. You, Who we knows? gotta go around and talk about what's going on with our neighbors. But first, yeah. let's address this. Um, and that actually dovetails neatly. No, you only dovetail into something that works well with what we were just talking about about creepy motherfuckers in your neighborhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't. I would have done. I actually would have been really creeped out by that. I would have driven what, away probably. Mm. His car was off started it up. Yeah. Got back in. She just has to push a button. <laughs> Sometimes she doesn't even know her keys are there. That's right. That's right. I right. think, I mean, maybe this could be a guy thing, girl thing. Maybe. Probably would be smart as a girl to to not engage that person. But I would say that if somebody's looking at me kind of weird. Brass knuckles. I Yeah, exactly. I roll up the sleeves. No, but I, I would probably open the door and say, what's up? Right. Oh, I wouldn't. I might get my phone out and be like, you need to leave me alone and like, you know, act like I'm going to call somebody or something. Hmm. Yeah. It doesn't sound like there was anything menacing about the guy, right? Right. I mean, okay. here's in my mind. But I what? mean, at first I assumed there was, but now I'm realizing if he's trying to figure out who the the onus to That's start the true. communication, he didn't yeah. seem That's true. frightened by it. I mean, I guess in my mind, I wonder if the guy who wrote the email, like, parked his car weird, like, if he double parked or something. Like, is there something that he did that would have caused this person to, like, kind of give him a weird look? I mean, obviously, we weren't there. Who knows what that look actually was? But if you parked your car like a dick and then somebody was just staring at you. I don't think the point is about the look. I think the point is that he stood there and just stared at him for over five seconds and then just gave up and walked away. It's like. So weird. Like, if you want to. If you want to start an interaction, then why right. is, yeah. is that not going to keep going if I just stare at you for five seconds? Right. Yeah. Well, it's definitely on the person who stares first. Yeah. yeah. Unless yeah. he was just looking at his reflection. <laughs> that could be to use it as a mirror. You know? yeah. I mean, you have to severely tinted windows. Yeah. There's a trick you do if you want to stare at someone for more th- for five seconds is you nod halfway through. So it's like. Like I, I'm staring at Gary and I nodded and it like it like refreshes the stare and it's not creepy. <laughs> <laughs> if you just you're nod. right. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try that trick next time. There's yeah, a yoga like, class. Definitely stare at the people doing yoga. Yeah, and then nod. Then nod. It'll reset it. <laughs> but what does that's interesting? What does the nod communicate? Because I feel like when you know, nod at Gary, it's, it's okay. Like it makes it, it com- okay. But what it says is you're not trying to start communication with him. You know, like it's. It, it's like accepting it's accepting the stare yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, for the listeners Chris and Gary have not met each other like four or five times in the last we do it every seconds. show Gary's still <laughs> staring but yeah I think and nodding it just ma- it makes it okay I don't know what it, what it does actually like uh, but it I'm, I'm I cool think it, it. the nod is you taking responsibility for your stare I'm, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sure if I'm just staring at you I'm and sure you catch me and then I look away I just got caught staring at you <laughs> but if, you right. st- if I'm staring at you and then I nod I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm staring, I'm staring at you. At you. Yeah, yeah, break break it up with a nod. It doesn't make it any less creepy, though. Let that be known. It, yeah, because there, there's a real <laughs> creepy aspect to this. If it's among two friends nodding, then it's just like, yeah, hey, we're doing this show. Yeah. But if it's someone <laughs> you don't know who nods when they stare at you, that is creepy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really creepy. But see, women don't do the 
nod. We don't like I have noticed. Tell me if this is right. If two guys pass each other on the sidewalk or are both standing on the curb or whatever, even if they don't know each other, they will acknowledge each other's presence. Women don't do this. We can, but we don't have to. Right. We can just act like no one else is around. I mean, the implication being that every single guy that I pass on the street, (laughs) I have to do a nod to. No, but if you're if you're on a um, well, here's a question: If you're uh, waiting to, you hit the little walk the little crosswalk thing and you're waiting and there's another guy standing there will you acknowledge him nope any of you sure yeah i mean it, it depends it depends I, on the situation you have to, like, you have I'm to not read do it. that on a street corner in watts like right that's certainly happened to me before where i'm going to a football game or something and you treat it differently like in my neighborhood like especially if it's somebody who like i feel like i've maybe seen that guy before i've certainly never interacted with him but i know he lives around here like sure right yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go out of my way to not acknowledge him, but I I don't know. I'm usually just kind of in my world. Or like you're going to reach for a grocery cart and there's also another person reaching for one. I hit the person and run. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. I guess in the situation of if I'm trying to push that crosswalk button and somebody's right about to push it, then there would be an acknowledgement. But if I'm just about to push the crosswalk button and there's already somebody on the corner, regardless of sex or gender or anything like that um, – I, yeah, I wouldn't. Oh, we're like, okay, you're at a club and you're going to – this is back in the old days. You're going to go outside to smoke a cigarette and there's someone else out there smoking a cigarette. I feel like you would acknowledge them when you stepped out. Give them the nod. A, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Guys do yeah. that, whereas women, not so much. The yeah, nod sure. or at least the eyebrow raise. Ooh, not <laughs> like eye- eyebrows. Yeah, give them the – But I think that it's – Give them the brows. I do think that it's like a shared, a shared thing. Like if you're both crossing that street or if you're both smoking a cigarette. Whereas if I'm walking down the street, I'm not necessarily going to nod at every guy just because he no. happens to be walking as well. But if there's like the slightest thing that we're sharing, like we're both about to cross the same street in the same crosswalk. How about that? Yes, that's what it is. It's, it's like a communal like, hey, we're in this together. Right. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned the shopping cart thing because I was at a John's the other day, which is – like the Vons. I don't know if, ever, if, if Johns are everywhere, but there's – in California, they look just like Vons, like the same font. It's just in LA. OK. Anyways, um, and this this old lady, uh, she just motions to me like she can't get the two carts apart. And uh, so I step up. I said, oh, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it for you. And I couldn't do it either. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was so embarrassing. Wow. Like, I didn't know what to do. It is you know, weird when they – I was like so using my legs. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, you have cart expertise. What is that when they refuse to uncouple? Sometimes they're just they get fucked up. Like they like, they were definitely fucked up. Well, they <laughs> you know like they're all metal. So if they run into something and one of them gets a scuff, they're designed to fit together really like closely. But if one of them has like a rough metal edge somewhere, like that'll get caught. So I ran out into the parking lot and I, got I've her one been able and to ran it back. And nice. I felt so pathetic. I felt so pathetic doing that. I think. A, I'm you're not, a mensch for getting the second car, and B, you made that old lady's day because she realized that she couldn't open – it's not that she was so weak that she couldn't open the carts. It's that they were really hard to open. So she's so. as weak as a, as a grown man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you remember when carts used to be all metal, not those plastic and metal carts? Yes. Absolutely. And do you remember being so little that you could ride in the front? Sure. Yes. So like a week ago? By the way, I'm still little enough to ride in the front of the cart. Yeah, there we like, go. I feel like you don't. You never really see kids riding in the front anymore, or do I just not see that? You know what they have now, though, is they have the the shopping carts that look like a race car or something. Yeah, so yeah. little kids like yeah. will sit in the front instead of sitting in the basket. Chris, you know what you should have done after you were unable to help that woman with her carts? Oh, tell me. 
send her flowers. Mm. You know where you could have gone if you wanted to? Where? I mean, that would have really been kind of going above and beyond, I think, to get her address and then send her flowers <laughs> just because you couldn't get the cards <laughs> part. But if you were going Good to, I would too. say you should go to, you know, thebooks.com, T-H-E-B-O-U-Q-S.com. You guys know what, how it is when you try to order flowers. There, It's like nineteen ninety nine, and then somehow... You end up having dropped seventy four fifty or something of that sort by the end, and you're like, "This was not nearly as cheap as I thought it was going to be." Uh, and then you get flowers that are mostly dead. That's why the geniuses at the Books launched a whole new way to send flowers. Again, that's t h e b o u q s thebooks dot com. Uh, they send flowers straight from sustainable farms located on an active volcano in South America. Uh, Yes, that is real. And they charge a flat rate of $40 with free delivery. So your loved ones get beautiful flowers and you can save cash. For a limited time, thebooks.com is offering 20% off with promo code Allison. Again, that's promo code Allison. So go to thebooks.com, T-H-E-B-O-U-Q-S.com. Click on the shop button at the top of the page. Send that special someone a book. Don't forget, order today with promo code Allison. Get 20% off beautiful flowers. From a volcano. Okay. All right. Um, the iTunes comment mentioned that she wanted to uh, – she was really upset with my neighbor. Yes. And I haven't, I haven't given, given an update on the whole neighbor thing. For those who haven't heard, I, I had a weird neighbor who came up and complained about me. Awful, awful, crazy uh, playing neighbor. Playing guitar, watching TV. Um, Accused porn, you of watching porn. <laughs> banging a chick too hard and then thinking it was porn afterwards. Uh, but anyways um, – that's the last I've ever seen or heard of him. I mean, does he still live there? He definitely still lives there because his You're car's welcome. there. But <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm wondering why he's so, like, and and I'm I'm living my life like I normally have been. Oh, you're back to watching TV at full volume yeah. and do, and doing dishes yeah, watch, when I you watch, need to. Yeah, exactly. And I can walk with shoes on in my apartment. Like it's just <laughs> it, it's it's great. It feels good, and I just I have no idea why. I like to imagine Chris going home and like doing jumping jacks just because he can. And so like, now. It, it only it just makes me wonder now. Maybe he was just having a bad week because all that happened like pretty much within a week, uh, and then, or maybe he listens to the show. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Moving stressful. Maybe he was just in a shitty mood for yeah. the first week he moved in, or maybe he but, just accepted it. Like, oh, I, did, I guess everyone is having the same reaction. Like, really, <laughs> really, that much of an know. asshole yeah, just from exactly. being in a bad mood. But anyways, yeah. So I, I have not heard from him, and I'm living my I'm living the dream. Good. That's good. Good. Maybe he had a reality check. Like, he talked, like, about how awesome he was to you that one day and how he could teach you things. And then he was like, wait a minute. I'm just kind of being a jerk. Maybe he just had, like, a wake-up call. See, that I find hard to believe, too. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe he's on medication now. (laughs) That's possible. It's hard to come by. Yeah. That's possible. Maybe the medication kicked in. I bet he found a different target. (gasps) Either he did or I I just think he just gave up. Like, I mean, our neighborhood's pretty loud. Like it, every Wednesday morning, the leaf blowers like they it feels like they're in my room sometimes when they're when they're going off uh, through like the like where we, where we park and stuff. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing he just gave up. Like it's super loud there. So do you live in a bit? Uh, excuse me. Do you live in a big apartment complex? No, there's only like eight. Oh, yeah. Have any of you guys ever lived in those big apartment complexes that have a pool? We yep. just shared courtyard yeah. and the mm-hmm. college. Yep, college is the best. Oh. It was really fun. It was all college kids. Ones that oh. are like their own town, kind of, where yes. it's like this, like they're like a little like Palm a little Springs villa. Store kind. Built really? In I've always, yeah. what? for some reason, I never ever move into those. I always look at them and then I think, I for some reason, it feels too like prefab cookie cutter or something, even though they're I'm also, like, I bet I would have a great life here. They're, they're also really expensive. They're expensive and a lot of it 
like for someone like me, like I know I'm not going to end up using so many of the amenities, like the movie theater, the rec room, the rec- <laughs> movie theater. Yeah, like yeah. they have the barbecue a lot, pit. Like a lot of the, the, the newer alley. ones have like massive like hundred inch screens, and you can like block it off, and you like go in there and like plug in your PlayStation or whatever and watch movies or play video games. But like I'm never doing that. See, I have a living life on. Like fuck that. Isn't there one right across or pretty close to where you live now, Matt? Um, Do you know? Maybe. I know I looked over there at one point. I mean, I imagine that there are. I mean, those there they're pretty are, common. I there mean, are a couple in that neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. There's a With, like, giant the gyms. one right near where I used to live, like in the middle of North Hollywood, that I looked at from the outside and decided it was too expensive. My, mine has a pool. And really? Do you it, use it? No, because it's like the whole top layer is just leaves. Oh. oh, that's gross. Yeah. My last building had a pool and we never stepped foot in it because it was right in the middle of the complex and it felt yeah. like you everyone the, could you just see the watch you just swimming. Cracking open. <laughs> so creepy. I used the pool all the time at the place that I was at in college. Mm-hmm. We had quite a number of raucous parties that ended up in the pool as well. It was a lot of fun. Wait, where did you go to college? Loyola Marymount over that's by LAX. Right. It was a great time. So many memories. <laughs> <laughs> so you brought up neighbors. Yes. Um, I had a, a fun thing on the first morning of living at my new place that just really made me just overjoyed that I had moved. Where uh, I was standing outside. I was waiting for my, my parents to show up. They were bringing like some furniture or whatever. So I'm just standing outside my apartment complex. It's like 9.30, 10 in the morning. And uh, this guy is like walking down the street from the nearest major street to where I live, like towards me. And... As he gets closer, I can tell that he's wearing dress shoes because it's, like, loud when he's walking. But he's wearing, like, weird jeans that aren't nice and, like, a like a T-shirt that's unusual. Like, the dress shoes didn't go with anything. And he walks Ugh. up to me and he's like, hey, man, how's it going? I was like, just fine. He's like, happy Sunday. I was like, you too. It's Sunday, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. And then he turned around and walked back towards the major street. That's weird. I oh think. How did you say? How did you say you too? He was like, "Happy Sunday," and I was like, "You too, man." Okay. I was trying to be genial. Like I didn't know what the fuck this guy okay. wanted you, from I my thought, life. Because there's a way you could say you too, or then it would just make his head think, "Oh my gosh, what if it's not Sunday?" No, no, Bail. I wasn't. Okay. I was. I was reassuring. Like I was welcoming. I think. I, I don't know. It was Sunday. And I'm I, sorry. I was I'm very sorry. Clear weird. on that fact. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, I forgot. You just moved into a new place. How how did the whole moving go? Oh, it's terrible. Oh, <laughs> it always is. Matt, though. Always. It's always, it's oh, always it's a great terrible. Move. Your move. Had such a good move. Yeah, it was terrible. Okay, so no yeah. awe. I mean, They're I'm always, not looking for sympathy. It's always moving terrible. just fucking blows. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. it does. And now you live with Kaylin, right? Yes. Did you guys find a place together, or did you move in with him? No, we found a place together. Oh, was he living at home before? No, he had a studio in the Van Nuys area. Gotcha. So, how, like, how set up is your apartment? It's no. That makes it sound like I'm saying, like, are you fully loaded? What I mean is, how unpacked are you? Oh, very. They're good to go. Really? Nah. Are you? Do you unpack fast? Ninety percent. That's impressive. But we were ninety percent day two, but and that's because it's not. It's impressive because my mom's a champ, and she came up Friday to help me pack, and then Saturday to help me move, and then Sunday to force me to unpack. I would not be even close to done, but she'll just, your mom she'll just come up and fucking rip boxes open, start taking shit out and putting it on tables, and then throw the boxes away so that I don't have anywhere else to put it but away. Wow. And then she'll awesome. send delicious that baked awesome. goods to yeah, enjoy. And, yeah, and then she'll be going to leave, and she'll be like, oh, here's a bag of cookies. Oh, man, it's awesome. Oh. Fucking amazing. What's yeah, your mom's, mom's name? Laura Lee. Laura Lee? Hmm? One word or two? 
It's two words. Laura Lee, you're the best. She is. Seriously. She's awesome. Now, how you, unpacked you for are you, Matt? Gary into this world. Um, yes, thank you for yes, that, Laura thank Lee. You. Yeah, seriously, Laura Lee. Big ups. <laughs> um, the unpacking, not as fast as Gary and Kaylin. I think, for the most part, I'm pretty much unpacked. Uh, my girlfriend still has a lot of like shoes and clothing and things like that that are still in boxes. But as of this weekend, we made a huge, huge dent in it. So that's good. I never unpack fully. It's been a trend in my life ever since, I guess, moving to New York. I don't know. Somehow, I no, even in college, I remember it was more contained in college. There was always like everything would be in the right place in my dorm room, but then there was always one shelf somewhere where I'm just like, oh, fuck it. And I just threw, threw everything I couldn't find a place for. But somehow, ever since, I think New York, where I was just, I, I lived. I mean, I feel like people in certain people in New York find an apartment and stay there for like forty five years. Mm-hmm. Other people, you just find you you end up moving every couple of years. So I lived in a bunch of different places, um, and then moving back here, where packing up my whole life in New York to get it back to California, I was like, this is a wonderful time to purge. So yeah. I, you know, got rid of a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff I now wish I still had. I don't know what compelled me to throw out oven mitts. Like, I mean, it, it's not a huge item or anything, but still, it's. I don't know. It's. I wasn't you like I'm baking? like in my new life. I'll never be touching something hot ever again. <laughs> and a lot of hair products that probably couldn't have traveled, but still, I I mourn for those entire full boxes of hairspray and whatnot. But anyway, I got rid of a lot of stuff, the wrong stuff. And then at a certain point, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I just had to throw everything into boxes. So now I have boxes full of shit that I don't want to look at, and they're like all we. They're either in the closet or they're. I mean, in the garage, or they're in a closet, or they're I, like I'm just. I guess my point is, I will never unpack fully. See, I don't feel fully relaxed until it's all unpacked. Yes, a little it's, bit. Hang on, on edge. to that because like once that. you once your comfort level <laughs> grows to incorporate not being unpacked, it's hard to it's hard to go back from that. Yeah. Well, I like staying in places for a long time. As we just discussed, moving's pain in the ass. So, yes. I mean, I would hope that the place I'm living in right now will be there for a few years. I mean, it's great. I love it there. So, I remember like two or three moves ago announcing I never want to move again yeah. and someone being like, you probably will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was so many moves ago. Yeah. See, now I just think – like if Daniel and I had a house or something, then I could see fully unpacking. But it's just – the memory is too fresh. I know it's even fresher for you guys. But it's like I know eventually this is just all going to go back into a box. My parents have lived in the same house since I was five years old. I mean, I guess, like you said, it's a house, but they yeah, my parents moved in 25 years now. That, same with my parents. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it would be really, really weird if they ever do. Yeah. Like, as far as I'm concerned, they have to stay in that house now. Like, you've had 25 years. You may as well do 25 more. Right. Jenna, <laughs> you were saying that you don't like your neighbors? No. Well, we're in this weird – we're in Burbank, and, like, the street we're on is a pretty nice street, but – we have an our apartment building, which is pretty small, maybe like ten units, and then there's a really, really like ghetto house, and then on the other side of the house is another pretty nice apartment building. So it's like this house that the neighborhood just can't get rid of, but there's people living in it who I'm fairly certain are drug dealers. Based are, are there on, a bunch of different people walking in and out of there? Yes, and they have like a special knock, and then. Oh. They had knock and then they like let them in really quickly and then they come out and their backpack's like more full than it was before and and they go into this back room. It's very weird. And the other morning, wait, how do you know they go into a back room? Because I can see the light that turns on that's <laughs> far away from the front door. It's weird. 
I'm assuming it's a back room where the drugs are. (laughs) You always give them the back room. (laughs) And like the other morning, Alan worked from home. We're sitting there and we hear this like moaning and groaning. And we look out and there's this guy in the backyard of his house who looks old from far away, but we saw him up close recently. And I think he's actually really young. He's just like has a beard and you can't tell. And he always wears a hat. And he was like moaning on the ground, like writhing around and to the point where Alan and I were like, do we need to call somebody? Is he dying? And then he threw up and then went back in the house. Oh, and we're yeah. like, yeah, he was okay. Balls. Stomach flu. That's all. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was <laughs> and it's just like nonstop. It's so weird. So it's that all totally these. You, you like ne- and you never. Right. It's yeah. you, never talk, you never talk to them. No. And you, but, but, there, but you want to know. But I want to know. And the other day he was smoking outside. And the woman in the apartment building across had her windows open and she shouted out the window like, would you please smoke further away from the building? Because your smoke's coming in my apartment. Shouting from the window? Yes. Oh, I like that. Wow. It's old school. Your smoke's coming from into my apartment and my son has asthma and I can't handle it. And he was like. Sucks to your asthma. Basically, he said, what did you say? Yeah, okay, thank you. I was like, it was a I just... Simpsons reference. <laughs> thank I got you. it. Oh, okay, I'm there. All right. It's from the Lord of the God, Flies the episode. blank looks I just got. I, I did the well, nod. The, no, but Matt, the look I was the like, nod. am I having a stroke? Did you guys? Because what, what What was that? <laughs> from the Lord of the Flies episode of okay. Simpsons. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's a classic Simpsons I'm episode. I'm sorry. I'm like, so, I, that was crazy. But he, she, he said to her, well, why don't you just shut your window and then swore a couple times. Wow. But I won't Still repeat that. Still not sure it's a drug house yet. I still what? I just think most of all that you should keep your curiosity to yourself and not interact with this oh. gentleman. Oh, I'm not going to. <laughs> oh, yeah. never, well, never just mind. Just curious. You guys do drugs in this That's house? Yeah, that's <laughs> You just, you just walk up. I, just I should know. just go try the you knock. Because yeah. I know the knock. Yeah, you go undercover. You do the knock. Probably answer the cigarette. You grab the cigarette out of his mouth. <laughs> take a drag. That's put cool, it back yeah. In, and then and just, just walk say, away. And then you say... And she asks one question. Just like you look left and right and you whisper, like, you got any dank nugs? What? Do you have any dank nugs? That's that? drug talk. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Chris, there's dank The chances nugs. that a drug dealer's <laughs> house in Southern California is selling weed these days is yeah. like zero. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that oh. weed? You just go to the store <laughs> well, if you I want weed. I hope it's weed. nothing yeah. more than that so there's not like a crazy explosion someday or something ridiculous. Anyway. I'm looking for my friend Molly. <laughs> It's interesting. Classic. I didn't think it was weed at the beginning, but then when you said their backpacks are more full when they leave, for some reason that did make me think weed just because it's a um, there's a lot of volume to it. Sure, (laughs) sure. But perhaps, yeah. I mean, I don't know what. I guess maybe they sell textbooks. You don't know. All drugs could be sold in a from a backpack. Hook me up with a social studies book. There was a community episode that did that. Is it? Yeah, oh, wow. it was like a, a textbook drug deal. Nice. Last week or two weeks ago. Hey, look stole, at me. You stole the idea. No, I, I, take that, I take that as a compliment that I thought of something that happened on community. What's the knock sound like? <laughs> it's really cheesy. It's like the... Now they have to get a new knock. No. Shave and a haircut, yeah. that? That's the I want drugs knock? Yeah. That's what those kids, when I was wa- at my friend's house and they were like in their bathing suits, that's how they would knock to use the pool. Like they're like, can we please well, use the pool? This house it's so hot. does not have a pool, and it's always at weird hours. It's That's how weird. they knock. That can't be the drug dealer knock. That's just familiar knock. Yeah, but every time from different people, Alan just and regular I have annoying paid people close knock like 
That's true. <laughs> that is very true. But we've paid close attention. It's not like it's the same people, and it's not like it's a friendly, like, hey, come on in. So glad you're here. It's like very some business yeah, yeah, quiet yeah. and... <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's very weird. It could be any sort of illegal good. Exactly. It could I'm be like afraid speaker. for your safety that you guys are monitoring this this closely. Well, that's what Alan says. And now he's worried when the windows are open that they can hear us talking <laughs> because we're so close. So, you got to turn off the you lights in your, in your place first before you peek out. I know. Well, we do. Definitely. Good. Definitely. Take all those we'll per- spy precautions. You're worried for their safety. Why? Because these sound like drug dealers, and if they notice that the nice Mormon couple across the way is spying on them, they're not going to take kindly to that. I know. Maybe I not. have been worried, like, if I see him when I'm going to the car by myself, because he could very well just, like, you know, kidnap me or something. I mean, not but that I he would. But I feel like – I don't want to speak up for drug dealers, but I feel like they probably don't want any trouble. No, they don't. But I this assume one's, they don't. But yes. this one's on the street screaming up at his neighbors to shut the fucking window. So That's this true. guy sounds a little bit more meth than weed and therefore right. That's what I'm worried about, that it is meth. Have you mentioned anything to your landlord? No. I wouldn't. Jenna, mm-hmm. just remember if you're staring at him and he starts to stare back at you, just do the do nod. The nod. <laughs> It'll refresh, refresh the stare. He'll refresh <laughs> the, the stare. <laughs> Let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. First, I want to tell you guys about our good friends over at No No. Don't get caught in public with furry legs or a fuzzy face. Just earlier I was doing that thing where I was touching my chin where I'm like, where is – because we've talked on the show before about that one hair that <laughs> that grows and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're driving and you, there's good light and you see it. And you're like, oh, <laughs> no. And then it's all you think about for the rest of the day right? Till your, you get home. Your, your man hair. <laughs> That's why we need the no-no. I love the no-no. Um, it's a little portable device about the size of a cell phone. You just glide it along your skin. It removes hair. It does not hurt. Uh, no nicks, no cuts, no spending a ton of money for expensive laser hair removal or waxing or all that stuff. You can do it in the comfort of your own home. And it really is painless. Um, you really you don't even feel it, actually. Because I was when they told me that, I thought, no, I feel everything. You don't understand. But then I tried it, and I was like, oh, wow, it is uh, it is painless. Um, and your no-no device comes with a super snazzy travel case, so you can store it and take it with you everywhere. You could even use it in your car when you discover that you have a man hair sticking out of your chin, or, or what have you. Uh, all ages can use it, skin type, all hair color, men and women. The entire purchase is backed by no-no's triple guarantee. If you're not 100% satisfied, they'll refund the purchase price, refund the shipping, and even pay for you to ship it back to them. You don't risk a penny to try no-no. Call for details. Terms and conditions may apply. Visit my exclusive site to cash in on this exclusive offer, which is nonobestfriend.com. That's nonobestfriend.com. Order online and get a free gift card. Don't waste another minute. Clean up your act. And your face and your body. Uh, NoNoBestFriend.com or call 800-508-4815. 800-508-4815. Going to put you on blast, Matt. I don't know if the kids still say that. You just left the room and peed, I imagine, really fast. Thank you. Very impressive. I was trying to time it with the NoNo ad read. <laughs> 
Chris just smelled your hand. I don't know why he did. Did you wash it? (laughs) Did you wash it? Sure didn't. Sure did not. (laughs) No, I mean, that was was the kind of time that means you didn't wash your hands. Yeah. Oh, my penis is clean, so (laughs) I'm not worried. (laughs) All right. B. Slammon says, my friend Google Earthed his address. Zoomed in. You see him walking into his home. Invasion of privacy or no big deal? I say no big deal. Um, that... And it's a little creepy. It is a big deal. I'm pretty sure that means it's good luck or something. Like, that's it so rare. It feels special, yeah. yeah. Very cool. I, yeah, I think it's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. I'd be excited. That would be my Facebook profile picture. Yeah. But then everyone would know where you lived. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I get the spirit of what you're saying. Totally. There you go. Totally. Gary, what do you think? I don't think you're allowed to care about that unless you never use Google Earth, Google Maps, or Google Street View. If you use one of those services like any time in your life, then shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of true. It's <laughs> true. If you Google the shop address, if you Google the address that we're sitting at, one of our coworkers' cars is clearly like prominently displayed and you can see oh, really? the license plate number. Yeah. Is that you? No. Why are you Ray. looking at me? Oh, Because for a second. I oh, it's Ray. Yeah. Because uh, I was trying to remember what car it was. All right. Kay Inman says, having a junk drawer that is so full of old batteries, pencils, etc., that you can't shut it without rearranging the junk first. Just mirror everyone. Yes, we have one of those. It's the battery hammer tinfoil drawer. This is where that purge you were talking about a few minutes ago needs to come in. I know. I really no have hoarder tendencies. If you have to rearrange the shit in your drawer so that it closes, get rid of some of the shit. I have a drawer, though, that's like that, but it's ha- it has things that I do go to it for. Like, like every once in a while, you need a pencil, and it's in that drawer. Every once in a while, I need a stamp, and it's in that drawer. But I do have to, like, shuffle it around and then close it. Here's a question. How's your makeup and cosmetics and all that stuff organized? Because I have the stuff in my drawers, and then I have this stuff out on the counter, which... I pretty much never reach into the drawers to get anything except for my hair, br- hair brush and straightening iron I keep in a drawer. Yep. Um, but yeah, I pretty much only use the makeup that's out on the counter and it's – sometimes I get it like tamed but often it's just a mess. The drawer, I find that I'd never go into the drawer. So I put all the stuff that I only need every once in a while in the drawer and then I have a basket that I just throw all the makeup yeah. in. Do you guys use <laughs> drawers often? I use drawers yeah. a lot. Silverware. I don't put makeup in them though. I have, a, I have a question. Where do you keep your your aspirin or your ibuprofen and things like that? Kitchen. Kitchen. Me too. But I got a lot of uh, crap from it the other day because they said it should go in your medicine cabinet, and I thought, well, I drink my water out here though. Yeah. Wow. What I kind of have I it all over. That argument. I have I keep makeup in my medicine cabinet. <laughs> I have all of my makeup. I have a lot of my, oh, yeah. you my just, stuff you just in medicine cabinet. You can't fit it in your medicine cabinet. Yeah, but I grew up in a house where there were like the allergy pills and maybe some extra Advil or something. Aller- like the allergy pills that no one took, but we just had. Those were in the medicine cabinet in the bathroom taking up one thing. And then it was like um, cosmetics and stuff and the other things. And then the over-the-counter drugs that anyone actually used were kept in the kitchen. So I just grew up that – and Daniel had kept his in the kitchen. So I just think the kitchen's yeah. where that goes. Okay. I don't know why. So I am doing it right. Where do you guys keep your stuff? I keep mine in the bathroom. I never – Like Advil and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, bathroom. Yeah, I never would have thought about the kitchen, but my, my I like family, your argument though. My family has it in the kitchen. Interesting. Yeah. Well, when you take but it, do you walk out kitchen, to the kitchen so to take it? Yeah. Right. No, but I don't need a glass of water to take a swallow pill though. Oof. Any pill? I can't do that. Any I mean, unless pill? it's like a fucking horse tranquilizer or something. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I don't. Really? It yeah. doesn't catch in your throat? 
I mean, maybe just a little bit. Do you have to like, feel bit. like it's right yeah, here the whole time? time? Yeah, I don't yeah. like it when, it when it gets in the yeah. chest. It just gets stuck I feel in like it. it's just sitting there. I hate that. Yeah. I not used to not be able really to swallow pills at all, so I would have to take a teaspoon of applesauce and put the pill in it and then like gulp the whole thing nice. yeah i used to do stuff like that then i finally figured it out yeah. later in life it's weird how yeah. it took me a long time now i could i can take like four advil at once right and if you're gonna say don't do that no it's okay to do that <laughs> yeah i, I can do that we keep our medicine okay. in the medicine cabinet but we always have a bottle of like excedrin in the kitchen Cause that's the, just in that's, case the headache's so bad you can't make it to the bathroom. <laughs> well, I just I keep one in the car. I keep one in my purse. I keep I get bad headaches, and so I kind of feel like you always need a bottle everywhere. <laughs> oh. You know, I bet the reason Gary's Laura Lee and her elk keep it in the kitchen is because the whole family doesn't share a bathroom. That's probably. correct, and because the bathrooms are all pretty much on a different level. Yes. Yeah. And there, that stuff's in the bathrooms too. Right, but it's just also in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Who okay. gave you shit, Chris? Who was it? Um, it was just a friend of mine. Some friend. Yeah, I know. Well, an ex friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Very uh, mysterious. I feel like maybe it's a lady. We're going to let you tell us on your own schedule. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos Morales says I'm annoyed by full album CDs that are only eight songs and 30 minutes long. Um, yeah, sure. I think the bigger offense is when the album is like 22 tracks long. <laughs> there are plenty of, especially like a lot Back of hip hop albums yeah. and stuff with like the, the skits and things <laughs> the like that. Skits in between each. That's, that's too much. I don't, to me, I've always thought the perfect album length is somewhere between 10 and 13 songs. 12 songs. Yeah, 12, I guess, probably like a standard. But I have a lot of albums that are 10 that I am fine with, and there's a few that are like 13 tracks. But if you start to go above 13, you're at 14, I say, 15. I, go, I can't. I can't remember your songs. I don't even. Yeah. Like it's just too intimidating. Yeah, 48 minutes. 48 minutes is a sweet spot for me. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would say 30 minutes is also way too short for an album. Mm-hmm. But Gary, correct me if I'm wrong. The new Kanye album is only like eight songs, right? Surprise. Something like surprise. that. No, he's shaking his head now. No. Well, you and I had talked about. There's. He has said that one of his oh, next his, projects, his next album is going to be like he five wants songs to make or something. It, I think it's eight. Yeah, he wants wow. to make it shorter. But do you guys like him musically? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Personality? Personality? <laughs> sure, sure. I don't mind him. I think I think he's, he's amusing. Jogging he's pants. amusing. I think he's a talented producer. I'm not the biggest fan of his, his rapping. I like his music. I do. He just makes up. He makes up his own rhymes. He makes up like. So did Shakespeare. His own, all right. Case closed. Kanye Whoa, and Shakespeare. Kanye West just <laughs> I know. Wow. He would be so happy right now. It's like, oh, I'm talking into this microphone with my homegirl Alice Sone. Like, it's like, it's like that's what he does. Like, it just—he's not the only person to do that. A lot of a lot of lyricists do kind of bizarro interpretations no, no, I don't mind of it, words. Like, and like, but it's all that too. It's not. There's no there's no weird things with his rhythm like it's uh da 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 like it's just yeah he doesn't change it up and that's that's my only argument disagree sorry I'm getting fired up now Scott Hatherley says I often wonder how many people read my tweets that don't bother to favorite or retweet them does that make me narcissistic no I feel like that just makes you someone on Twitter yeah that's just Twitter life. Refresh, refresh, refresh. Um, no, I don't. I don't know. I barely tweet. I don't even yeah. know. <laughs> right, same, same here. 
Johnny Primo says, oh, no, the yawns. While showering, I'll make a mental note to get a new bar of soap if needed for next time and forget by the time I get out. Oh, yeah. Any yep. th- most I'm, shower thoughts are forgotten. Sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yep. Wait, while showering, I'm going to get a new bar of soap you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone oh, no. Chris is reading re- <laughs> I was making sure I read it because like, what I do is I'll, I'll go in in the shower and like I'm like three quarters in my shower and it's like, oh, forgot to replace the soap. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ash- Sorry, read, read Ashley that. Pierce <laughs> says, if I'm wearing headphones in a room full of people and I sneeze, I still say excuse me and thank you in case someone said bless you. I, I do stuff like that. I'll, sometimes I'll whisper like when Gary sneezes or someone sneezes and they're kind of far away. I, I don't want to say bless you super loud. I'll say bless you to myself. Just I don't know. Yeah, just to be like, covered. Yeah, bless you. Like nice. really quick. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know if I, quick. I don't know if I've said the follow up thank you if I don't know if somebody has said bless you like she's saying yeah, that not. she also says thank you even if she hasn't heard someone she's say, saying bless she you. goes Achoo. thank you excuse me thank you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what i do sometimes which i think is kind of like the epitome of a submissive beta person <laughs> is i'm somewhere i like sort of catch eye contact with someone but i'm not sure so then i look away and smile at the same time to sort of like just put a smile totally. out into the world. But it's – there's I think there's actually something so weak <laughs> when you think about it about the non-eye contact smile. Yeah, It's there so is. like not, fa- not, not engaging but I also do friendly. Not engaging in a friendly manner. But if you decide you want to engage with me, I'm smiling. Yeah. So want, clearly I'll be okay with it. If you want to do a non-eye contact smile, you just <laughs> nod your head no. Like – like like you're thinking of something, like you thought of something. You look funny. like you just remembered something super funny. Yeah, yeah. That's why you just give, you just nod your head no, like, right. and do like a, a little breath out, like, uh, and just and then it, it looks like you just remembered something funny. You could smile all you want without eye contact. I think I, we all need to be a little bit more uh, alert to Chris's head movements because I'm realizing in this episode He's he a communicates lot. a lot through a lot. how he moves his head, yeah. eyebrows. Right. Yeah. I'll give you the brows. Yeah, just. Yeah, see? <laughs> oh, there, there's a lot. I'll write a book on it. Nice. <laughs> what would it be called? I, I can't. I couldn't Communicating through brows and nodding. Brow down to Reset. Me. The Chris Brow story. Down Reset. <laughs> Brow nice. down. Brow down to me. Um, yeah, I remember being at this uh, club a long time ago with a couple friends, and there was this girl there who – I, for, I forget the whole story, or rather it would take too long to explain the whole story, but I remember saying – I feel like I should be I should go be nice to her. And then my friend, or actually it was my friend's friend, who became my friend, said I ne- I'd never what did she say? This is such a good story. <laughs> <laughs> this could not be a worse story. Too Something late. like I never see the point of trying to be nice to anyone. And then she smiled in this kind of diabolical way. Like I never no, it was like I never go out of my way to be nice to someone if I don't have to. I think that's what it was. She's like a and, like, lovely she, individual. <laughs> She is – you know what she is? The female version – Oh, count it. Yes, but <laughs> the female version of Adam, which is he's not going <laughs> to waste any energy being nice to someone until he's sure they're going to be in his life and he has to be. You know, like he talks openly about putting people on probation for about a year mm-hmm. and he'll be nice to you after a year. But he's really not going to waste his time before that. And it's not really out of malice. It's just – I mean – he he justifies it as he just doesn't want to waste the you know energy or whatever. But I think it's probably more that's a justification for some sort of social awkwardness, don't you think? Yeah, for some reason I'm just reminded of 
recently when I was in Florida for my grandpa's 90th birthday, he told me that he has had a lot of trouble meeting new people because when you're in a retirement home, like everybody dies within a couple of weeks. So it's same idea. Like I'm it's like he's like this. And when I was in World War Two, like you don't make friends with anybody because they're going to be out of your life in a few weeks. It's yeah. Kind of a weird, weird way to think about it. Right. I, I was thinking about this. Uh, pretty recently too, just just living in LA and working in entertainment and things like it's just uh, most of the relationships I see people make are, will you benefit? Will this benefit me? If if not, I will not. You will not have my time. Like I, I hate that. It's 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 weird. Yeah, it's like if you aren't going to start following me on Twitter, yeah, yeah, I don't have time for this. <laughs> it's like, it's like if- when's the last time you hung out with someone just to hang out with them, as opposed to there being some upside? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I have my own friends that I do that with, but um, but yeah. Like, I just mean that's the mentality in this town. It yeah, is. it's so yeah. weird, and I don't like it either. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, Ashley Pierce, we just did your tweet. Thomas Cannon says, I confuse which room I am in and swat at the wall where I think the light switch should be for way too long. Yes, I've done stuff like that. I had a night maybe a few months ago where I was back at my parents' house. It must have been like during the holidays or something. And I woke up in the middle of the night to go pee, and I was so disoriented. I had no idea what room I was in, and I thought that I was in my room like in my Hollywood house. And I could not get out of my bedroom <laughs> to go pee. And at a certain point, I was like almost crying. Like, am I just going to pee my pants? Like, what is happening right now? And then finally it clicked. Okay, wait a minute. You're in your old bedroom when you were a kid. The door is right there. And it was like – such relief, but there was a few minutes there where I was honestly like ready to just collapse into a pile and piss myself because I couldn't figure uh, out how to get out of yes, this room. Yes, I've had bizarre. those really disorienting so experiences weird. where it happens to me after I travel sometimes where I'll wake up and I'll think I'm in a hotel. No, I think – like I remember it happening when Daniel and I didn't live together. I, I thought I was in a hotel. No, I thought I was in my bedroom at home. No, I thought – and then finally I remembered where I was. I was at Daniel's, but it's so – it's Weirdly upsetting when it it's happens scary. in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. It's scary because you – I think of myself confused. as a pretty like mentally there person. So to have a brain fart like that was just – it was really frightening. Yeah. DPNO10 says there are a few – there are a few things more. There, oh, there are few things more singularly unuseful than a broken umbrella. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 You just have to throw it out. Back that. I mean, let's be honest. A broken umbrella probably could still help protect you from the rain. But what's a broken stereo going to do? I don't want to be a naysayer here, but I feel like broken stereo is more useless. Anyone want to back me up on that? Uh, have I, you tried yeah, to use totally... a broken umbrella in rain? It no. doesn't really work. It's like no. it's like a rain catcher. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just have a... That eventually a, gets like overloaded and then it's and then a it's, rain dumper. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's a rain cup with a hole. I'm going to retract what I said because his tweet does say there are few things that are more... True. I thought he was saying that this was the single most useless invention right. when it takes, doesn't work. takes a big man to admit when he's Huge wrong. man. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah. Mandy Brown says, I call my sneakers tennis shoes even though I have never played tennis. Yes. Okay. Growing up... I called them sneakers because my mom called them sneakers, but everyone at school called them tennis shoes. So I was like, oh, that's what the people say. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to call them tennis shoes. But then I took my tennis shoes vocab with me to New York, and I remember saying to someone something like, I need to buy tennis shoes. 
Or do you have tennis shoes? And they're like, well, we have – no, I was in a store maybe. Do you have – I don't know. They, there was some tennis shoes, sneakers confusion. I remember saying, oh, no, I mean sneakers. Right, because they offered you <laughs> real tennis shoes. Yeah. Because I had actual shoes for tennis. That I, I did the same thing, but I had to act anyway. Is it just West things. Coast yeah. where sneakers are referred to as tennis shoes? Could be. I feel like I've I've heard both. I've been on the West Coast my whole life, but I think tennis shoes is the more common right. way to refer to it. Yeah. Neither of those terms are in my usual vocabulary. I just say shoes. Running shoes? Yeah, I'll say running shoes if they're running shoes. Hmm. Maybe, hmm. maybe cross trainers. I don't know. But um, <laughs> Matt was the captain of his tennis team, so he, he right. would know – if you know, he would he probably hear tennis shoes a lot more more often. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you were the captain of your tennis team. Uh, well, I was co-captain. Oh, excuse me. I don't want to toot my own horn. Too that much. sounds like a self-help kind of thing. The captain of your own tennis team. Yeah, that <laughs> like was you're really, really fun. driving your riding your driving your ship. I have never been very good at sports, as one might imagine. But <gasps> thank you. But uh, tennis, I just it clicked with me. Always pretty naturally gifted at it. I don't know why. No one in my family plays. And uh, when I was in high school, one of my close friends like asked me if I'd ever play tennis. I hadn't. He taught me how to play. And then a few years later, the two of us were like the number one team at our school. Wow. And then we That's coached awesome. the team. Yeah. Or we, we captained the team. We didn't coach it. Two-handed backhand or one? Uh, well, I think the standard form was two hands. But if you're like really running to the corner to get it and you want to look like a badass... You know, yeah, you can, you can tap oh. it. It's little. It's hard to do that. It is hard. If you're up close to the net, it's easy. But if yeah, you're when double alley's open, like yeah, I'll do. I'll do one handed. And yeah. do you ever do the under the leg? I try to. My friend's really good at that shit. Oh. I feel like that just ends in. I'm accident. just kidding. I know nothing about tennis. Um, but when was the last time you played? That's been a couple of years. When I went from high school to college, I found practically nobody I knew played tennis, but I had a few friends who liked to play racquetball, and there happened to be racquetball courts on the campus. So I played racquetball for like four or five years, but then since graduating college, I mean, I think I played racquetball a little bit with a friend, but I would love to get back into tennis. You play, Jenny? I love tennis. Let's play. I'll play with you. I play tennis. I Do need you? to get well, a new racket, though. Okay. I played tennis when I was a kid. Like, that was my thing yeah. from, I think, at the time I was that five. That was your thing. It was, yeah, like you and rollerblading. Yeah. Um, and I was good because I started so young. Then I got to high school and I was like, oh, these people really play tennis. Yeah. And then – because I was on the tennis team for a little while and then I was like I, – well, I, I joined for the t- for the sweatshirt. That's about it. Our high yeah. school is nationally recognized as one of the better yes. tennis programs in the country. Like I our, couldn't run with those girls. Our players like traditionally go to like Stanford, USC, like all the big – They're really good. Oh D1 gosh. schools. Yeah, my school was very nearly that good. Yeah, so I – haven't played in a really long time, but I always think it's one of those things that I'm always like, oh, I should be do, I should play tennis again. Tennis is great. That's how I feel. I would love to play it regularly, but I need to figure out how to make that happen. Well, I discovered that there are some courts not too far from here um, that I've been trying to look to see if they have like an evening league or something like that because I've been thinking about going back. There's one that's on like Forest Lawn that's super expensive, like rich white guy club. So I ruled that out. But there are some kind of crappier courts not too far from here. So I uh, to, let me look yeah, into it and let me it. see. Uh, I used to get up at like 5.30 in the morning, get downtown to the tennis courts in New York so I could be the first one there. And then wow. I'd meet my friend there and we'd play for an hour. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. That uh, is where, – where were those courts? They were down on the west side, right by the water. It was so pretty. I would get – I was really into it. I didn't start playing till college. I took – 
tennis in college and I loved it. And I was so mad that I never played it as a kid because I was like, I think I would have been good at this. I think this would have been my sport. It's a great sport because it's one of the few that you can kind of fake your way through it. Yeah, Like you can. before I played tennis, I played golf and it was so frustrating because you could do 90% of the things right, have your feet in the right place, your hand in the right place, have the right club. But if, you know, if your wrist is turned just a little bit the wrong way and your swing is perfect, you're going to shank the ball. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. It's just too (laughs) frustrating. If I play once a year, I don't expect to do good. I don't mind it. But if you play golf all year round, like Gary does, like he puts a lot of pressure on himself to play well. Tennis, you can kind of fake it and Mm -hmm. still keep a game going let's totally. do it yeah, so That'd we just fun. i think we just had another activity to our day of fun i know yeah. i was Gosh. actually just thinking that we need to get back to our ice skating plan yep, we should yes i love that one go but we, we could we should go to pickwick or some other place but i yep. feel like pickwick would be a good one mm-hmm. so we yeah, did that we'd play tennis what was the other we one bowl there is there, there another one, one? <laughs> what's our karaoke, other thing karaoke don't no. recall that. Behind the list. Chris <laughs> just really wants to show like, like, brunch or like manicures or something like. No, it wasn't I like that. Brunch. We could do brunch. There was something else. Not well. You I and I know. have been talking about hanging yeah, out. Yeah, we're gonna have like game, game night. night. Yeah. Just you two. With our With husbands. Our husbands. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Okay. You guys can come if you want. Yeah, you can. That was yeah. That was my. <laughs> <laughs> you could definitely come. All right, game night, tennis, and ice skating. Yeah, oh, it's gonna be epic. Wow. I know. Sounds lovely. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you for having us. <laughs> he beat you. <laughs> it's not a race. It's not. <laughs> it's about sincerity. <clears throat> All right. I'm also very grateful. Yeah. To, to have been <laughs> okay. Back. Oh my goodness. I could take it or leave it. No, I'm just kidding. Thank you very much for having us. No, thank you guys so much for doing the show. And listeners, thank you so much for being the bestest listeners in the world. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, perhaps some tennis balls, click through the banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It does help out the show. We have a ringtone. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Jenna, if you use this, close your window. Seriously. <laughs> um, you guys need this. It makes your phone more fun. And, it, you know, it's just delightful. And you then, if you're in public and your phone rings, someone could hear it and they'll be like, oh, you listen to Alice and Rose is your new best friend? I listen to Alice and Rose is your new best friend. Or someone could have an array of other reactions. But I feel like that's yeah. probably the common and the best one. Um, and you can get this by searching, hey, go fuck yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. And... We have a bonus episode available. We recorded it live at the LA Podcast Festival with Doug Benson and Matt Costa, Gary, Matt, Chris, and me. It is $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. Um, a lot of stuff we talk about now, you can hear the genesis of that. And someone wrote in and said, her name is Genesis. And every time I say Genesis, she thinks I'm talking about her. And she actually <laughs> wanted me to stop. And I was like, really? I would think you'd just be excited. I mean, yeah, I Genesis. Would. Yeah, um, but but or I was gonna make a terrible. I was gonna say or you can hear the Andrea of it, and then I realized I'm not gonna make that joke. But then I did make that joke. Okay, so get <laughs> <Wow>. that. <laughs> oh no! Follow oh, yeah. me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A R I Y N B F. Um, for Gary, you can go to G. Pa- I mean, sorry. Follow him at G Patrick Smith. Matt, you can go to ThereWillBeSpoilers dot com to hear my podcast. Uh, topic this week, there will be half-baked ideas. We stole a segment from the Bill Simmons report, the BS report. Um, I had a buddy of mine come in and just pitch some ideas that are not quite fully formed, and we just kind of talked them out. It's pretty hilarious. Were any were any of them good by the end? Um, Sort of. I'm, I don't want to give too much away, 
I'll let the listener decide. Certainly there were a couple ideas that will never come to fruition, <laughs> but then there were a few that like, oh, yeah, they should have thought of that by now. All right. com. Thanks. Chris? Um, Allison's yoga instructor just had a new album that dropped. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, no! Uh, go t- if you're if you're in the uh, Southern California area and you're listening to this uh, Thursday morning, come come to uh, Redondo Beach uh, for the uh, Fund Anything Legal Defense Fund Benefit Show. Yes, Jenna. Um, follow me on Twitter. I'm I'm so close to breaking ten thousand followers. Oh, we need and to get I you really over that. Want to break that? Yes, oh, I really want to break five that. digits. I know. All right. So close. So follow you at Jenna Kim yes, Jones. Yes, at Jenna Kim Jones. Thank Twitter. you. Yes. All right. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Words, letters <laughs> not coming out of my mouth in the normal way. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. Talk to you later. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Digital. Thanks for listening to the show, everyone. Just as a reminder, this episode is brought to you by NoNo. To get your NoNo and take advantage of the exclusive offer for my listeners, go to nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815. That's nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815.